need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. Welcome back. We're hype. Well, you can't see us right now, but we're doing our hype hands. We're V-hype. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's just get right we're into like it. extra hype. We're extra hype when we have a guest. I have booby sweat, and I literally just, we just started recording. <laughs> like, that's how excited I am. I have swoops. It's our checklist now when we, like, okay, you good? Where are we? Pit stain passionate, boob sweat passionate. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have swoops? What's happening here? Like, this is a very level of excitement. I like really didn't think this through. Anyway. Are we, are we, are you having regret? It's fine. I'm just going to put my shirt under my boobs. It's great. Oh my God. I love doing that. It's honestly the best. It's, it's almost as good as taking your bra off after work where you just give them a little lift and then you tuck your shirt under there and it's like, we're good. Yeah. You can't tell me anything because I am dabbing my swoops. On a more serious note, <laughs> we're actually really, really excited for today's guest. This is going to be a delicious conversation. I gave a, that's a hint. And the other hint that we gave, <laughs> the other hint that we gave last episode was that it was going to be a treat when we were, you know, trying. Cause we, this is Becca's attempt at dad jokes. They don't work. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's just a little like teaser. Fine. You're right. You're I don't right. do dad jokes. No, but yeah, we're just really excited. So AMQ, without further ado, go ahead and tell us who's pulling up. She's going to be here any minute. She just texted me. She's in her Uber, her virtual Uber. Her vir- <laughs> virtual reality Uber. Her Vuber. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, well, if you have Instagram, you would know her as Nutritional Blonde on Instagram. But her name is Emma Naswitz. I was told just moments ago that that is a married name. <laughs> Her name was much more simple before she was married. <laughs> so we're super excited to have her. And hi. Hi, Emma. Hi. Welcome to the party. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We are, as we just said, so excited to have you here. And I just know these conversations, even just based on, I think I, we make this joke all the time that we bobblehead a lot when we're just like getting excited because it's on Zoom. And that's also what I feel like I do when I see your social media or I'm just like snapping, like giving a full <laughs> Z snap rodeo hand. I don't, I'm not quite sure what that was, but just <laughs> loving everything that you put out into the world. So we are so excited to share this with our boo crew who listen in each week. So thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and I can't wait to get into it and chat. Yes. Becca, just for future ref, like just for not for future reference, just general reference when it's Uh fun when Becca, when I tell Becca, when I told Becca about you beyond the pod, it's so interesting. I get so excited to tell her (laughs) these things. Like when I have conversations, you know, we have conversations. And it's hard to believe we're separate people. So sometimes she has conversations <laughs> with people and I have conversations with people. And so when I told her about you, she was, you know, like it was like a, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about the same person? <laughs> I didn't want to get and too excited like, at first. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I don't know. Is there another one? She's like, no, but like, 
But like Emma, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Emma. It was like, <laughs> it was so, it was cute. And it, it just goes back to, you know, we admire you and we admire the work you do. So I think it's really important that you know that. And I'm sure you get told that every day, but you know what? We're going to tell you more. Because Thank you. I appreciate that. It makes me feel special. And it makes me feel like what I'm doing is like worth it, you know, and not just totally a waste of time or, you know, because making an, an impact at the end of the day is exactly like what I'm striving, you know, striving to do and to make the connections. And I'm still, still a regular person, you know, <laughs> so I'm excited yes. to be here. <laughs> yes. So we kick off every episode with a fun little game. And we're going to do a little would you rather. And um, we're just going to see, get to know each other a little better. You know, let's key key yeah, it up before we get to absolutely. Get so would you rather have to speak in a rhyme? Everything you say has to rhyme for the rest of your life or you have to speak in riddles for the rest of your life. So someone has to like figure out what you're saying each time. Wow. <laughs> um, I would say rhyme. It sounds a lot easier. I, I don't have a very analytical brain for riddles. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. I'd have to say rhyme too. AMQ, I feel like you'd pick riddles. <laughs> no, no, maybe not. No, no you rhyme. You're rhyme. No, I rhyme all the time. Like, you oh, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. I rhyme all the time on purpose. Like I, I'll, I'll say something. I'm like, how can I make this sound more Dr. Seuss like? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Seuss o'clock. All right. That was an easy oh. one then. Sometimes it makes that sure was easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I play these with 10 year olds every morning and my students and they just analyze these questions. And I'm like, this is supposed to be a real quick welcome greeting. And you guys are like, yeah. well, am I wearing a helmet? Can I see? Can I taste? I'm like, oh, forget it. <laughs> you take the fun it's out like of it. It's like A, B, C, D, yeah. like, like multiple, multiple choice answers. Yeah. Like, is it A, B, C? You're like, just answer it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're ruining the fun. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. Let's dive in. Enter Splash Noise here, Malin. Thank you so much. I think we do that every time. <laughs> we don't. It's some variation of that. I mean, we already gave you a lovely little introduction, but I want you to tell us more. So if you had to tell us who Emma is, who is that? Who are you? So I am Emma. I am 31 from Long Island, New York. I was born and raised here, live literally in the same town I went to high school in. So it's a high school reunion. Every time we go to a bar or a restaurant or the supermarket, I see, and all my family lives within like an eight mile radius. So we all go to the same supermarket. It's kind of a small island, but it's, you know, densely populated. But once you're here, like I just feel like you don't ever leave. Other than that, I am a clinical nutritionist. Um, I went to school for nutrition and dietetics, and I have kind of stepped out of the clinical space and stepped into the intuitive eating and anti-diet approach to food and wellness. Um, and along with that, I have become a body positive activist. Um, and obviously, I take a lot of that through to social media to help just spread the awareness and the message of you know body confidence, that all bodies are good bodies, and just to help women feel good in the skin that they're in and feel like they're worthy just how they are. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. I have a dog who's sleeping right over there. Oh, <laughs> um, see. and that's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, that's me in a quick nutshell. 
do you like running into people from your high school every time? Like, do you have to, do you think about that when you leave the house? Um, with masks, I actually don't mind because then it's like, if I have, I'm not wearing makeup, like it doesn't matter. Like they just see my eyes and it's fine. It's also another reason to like pretend you didn't see someone because it's like, oh, I didn't see you with the mask. You know, I really did. Um, but other than that, like, I don't mind it. Like it's, it is what it is. I'm used to it at this point. Yes. So we see that you went from nursing to marketing to hospitality and eventually went back for your second degree in nutrition and dietetics. I always say that word wrong, so (laughs) please correct me if I'm wrong. But what inspired you to pursue a career as a nutritionist and why clinical? There's kind of a two sides to nutrition. So one is more of you could pick more the health and wellness kind of track and the other, which is more around fitness based. So it's a lot more movement, fitness, overall wellness. And then the other track is the clinical track, which is a lot more of the sciences, obviously in the medical field, working in hospitals, things like that. Previously to what I've been doing now, um, I was kind of in like the fitness world and the weight loss world and the coaching world. And I've been down that path and the, just the science of nutrition really, really interests me. I thought it was super cool, super interesting. I have more of a science brain than I do like a history brain. So I always wanted to do something in the medical field, but I didn't know what that was. Um, obviously I tried nursing, didn't like blood. So got over that real quick. Um, And then was trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to do, which is eventually what led me to the nutrition and dietetics route of it. It was really interesting. Like I thrived in it. Like I I was one of those students that like didn't have to study. It just came to me really easily. Just absolutely loved it. Throughout it, it, there's obviously a lot of ups and downs. It's not really the track that I'm going obviously on now because, dietetics is more about keeping sick people alive versus working with the everyday person walking on the street that doesn't need a tube feed and doesn't need, you know, calculations of all these proteins and things like that. But I'm really thankful that I do have that educational background because I think it really, really does help me, especially taking on clients that might have any type of autoimmune diseases or diabetes or PCOS or things that I wouldn't have felt comfortable doing if I didn't have that medical background piece to it and like education to it. I don't really know what kind of led me one way, but I think it's just like my love for science kind of just deterred me a little bit more on the medical side of it. I can't relate. I had to work for my grades, man. (laughs) Did you have to do that? I was, I was book smart. I was like a book smart. Wow. But it was only something I was interested in. If I wasn't interested in it, forget about it. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Math class? No. (laughs) Anything to do with words? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Can you tell us a little bit more about your journey to intuitive eating? We realize we wanted to put this disclaimer in. We realize that you get asked this a lot, but it is a pillar of your presence. So we'd love to hear how it all started for you. Yeah. So like I kind of briefly mentioned, I was like previously like a weight loss coach and helped women lose weight just from my own personal weight loss and sharing about it. People obviously, how did you do that? How did you lose that weight? How did you lose X amount of pounds? You know, I want to look like that too. Throughout that, I ended up getting sicker and sicker and sicker because I was trying to lose more and more weight to look a certain way to keep getting those compliments. And that's when I realized like, this is not working. My body was literally screaming at me to like stop. My hair was falling out and I've always had really like thick, beautiful hair. My hair was constantly falling out. I'd lost my period and 
that was just like, all right, now I need to stop. Like I'm not losing weight. I'm driving myself insane trying to lose like the last five pounds that there has to be another way. Like this isn't right. I shouldn't have to, you know, stay inside. I shouldn't have to not want to go to happy hour with my friends or go to brunch or, you know, have to like call the restaurant before to see if they cook their vegetables in butter or oil. Like who does that? Like that's crazy. So I kind of, at that time intuitive eating, even though it's been around since the early 90s, it really wasn't as mainstream as it is today. So I actually first saw it on Instagram just from being in college and following a bunch of different nutrition accounts. I saw obviously some that weren't, you know, nutrition, I'm sorry, some that weren't intuitive eating based and then some that were kind of shifting that way. And that's when I started looking into it, Googling it. I got the book, started reading it. And that's when I was like, wow, like this actually makes sense. This is what I've been needing all along. And that's what really started my self-love journey, my body confidence journey, my weight gain journey. And I actually am so much healthier now than I was, you know, a hundred pounds lighter mentally, physically, emotionally, everything has just really fallen into place for me now. But that's really what started. It was a simple like Instagram posts, which I think a lot of people kind of do now because it's, it's the way of marketing. And that's what kind of piqued my interest. And during that time, there wasn't many resources and many people for me to reach out to. So I kind of went on my journey alone, but, um, yeah, it was a very hard journey, but it was definitely, definitely worth it. Yes. Yes. Always the hard work is worth it. Right. I also think it's so interesting that like when you, the way you speak about it, I can relate to tremendously. Cause I was like, ah, what's intuitive eating. If I, I'm immediately, I was like, if I had to just feel what I wanted to eat, I would go to emotional eating. And then I would just like, I didn't believe it because I doubted myself. Go figure. That's how it always works. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So starting is always, I feel like the hardest part. So where do you recommend someone start when they want to commit to healing their relationship with food? Um, I would say definitely buy the intuitive eating book, um, which is by Evelyn Triabold. She, her, um, there's two registered dietitians that wrote the book because that's really like the Bible in intuitive eating. And that's what you need. My second thing would be to actually reach out to somebody that specializes in it, that's certified in intuitive eating to help guide you because it really isn't a process that can be done alone. Like it hundred percent can be, but it's really, really hard to do it on your own because you have to ask yourself these uncomfortable, sticky questions. You have to kind of dig deep and figure out where these like uncomfortable questions, why they're, why you're eating certain things, why you're eating a certain amount, any sort of emotional eating baggage, things that you need almost like a therapist to kind of help you uncover and bring out. So I think it's really important to go on that journey with somebody that specializes in it. It's like you. (laughs) Yes, like me. (laughs) Yeah, like you. Exactly. And friends, we are going to put the resources for everything in the show notes. So don't feel like you have to pause and grab a pen or have Siri take notes for you. We will put everything in the show notes. We got you. I mean, you can also add to cart as, as you yeah. listen. Yeah, this is true. If, that, if, that, if that's your style, I mean, go for it. Do it. Okay. You curate a lot of your content around the narrative that health and happiness comes in all shapes and sizes. Claps and stuff for that because we believe in that too. You also discuss health not being linear and not having a quote look Can you tell us what prompted this mission? So it really just came from my own struggles and my own journey. So I was, again, I'm not going to like say exact numbers, but I was a hundred pounds lighter 
And on the outside could look at me, I looked, I was fit. I was, you know, in the right BMI range. I was, you know, everything that health says you're supposed to be and look like, but I was so unhealthy. Like my, I, I lost my menstrual cycle for women's to stop menstruating is like a huge red flag. Like something internally is going on like hormonally that needs to like be checked. So, um, really just, I don't, it's just, it's so hard. Like, it's so crazy to me to think that people just look at someone and be like, oh, they're unhealthy. Right. Like, and it's, it's, I guess it's, it's hard for me to understand because I don't look at people that way. But, um, so I was again, hundred pounds lighter, completely unhealthy, but looked like the pillar of health versus now hundred pounds heavier. And I'm the healthiest I've ever been, but I'm still, you know, off the charts on BMI and, you know, people can look at me and be like, you're fat, you're overweight, you're obese. And, you know, but really like you can't see my insides. You don't know what I actually look like. And, I saw a quote on Instagram the other day that said, you know, fat people are anorexic too. And just because you, people think anorexia Mm -hmm. is this like teeny, teeny, tiny, like skeletal looking person. Like, yeah, it can be, but it can also be a fat person not eating, you know, or somebody in a larger body that's starving themselves. So it just, you really can't judge a book by its cover with that. Um, And I think a lot of people will confuse like, correlation with causation and be like, you know, weight cause diabetes, you know, but really there's just a correlation. Like, yeah, being overweight can cause diabetes, but so can so many other things. I know a ton of people that are in thin bodies that have diabetes, whether they have type one or type two born with it or not, they have it. And that doesn't mean it's because they're fat or they eat a certain way. And sometimes, you know, People are just out there just mean and they just don't get it. So much judgment. And it's like the society breaking that stigma is hard work. Putting on that armor to brace yourself for what people are going to think, especially in the way that the beautiful way that you show up on social media has that effect to it too, I'm sure. And making waves on social media is what I love. What we just talked about, that whole topic about health not being a size and how you don't know what someone's insides are like is what really drew me to your account because it was a light bulb moment for me to start finding these amazing, beautiful humans that I felt like looked like me and were speaking some truth that I needed to hear that I didn't necessarily believe, but I wanted to. Like, is it true? Is it true? And then seeing um, all of this was just an eye-opening experience in my journey. And how did making these waves on social media in the way that you show up um, affect how you showed up when you started gaining that notoriety? It made me want to show up more. So I know, obviously, they say, like, for, like, celebrities, they're like, oh, bad publicity is still publicity, right? So I kind of look at it that way. Like, if you're not making waves and you're not saying things that are from your heart, people are just going to yes you to death. But when you start making those waves and you start saying things, I don't want to say controversial because I really don't think body image should be controversial, but unfortunately it is, but I don't think it should be. Mm -hmm. But to some people that don't agree with that message, you know, I get hate comments all the time. I'm constantly like in 
my comment section, deleting things because I wanted to feel like a safe space for someone to come and, you know, be able to comment their struggles on it and not feel like they're going to get picked on or have trolls on there, you know, badgering them. So that's like the biggest thing for me is to just keep putting that message out because even if one new person somewhere in the world sees my post a day and it makes a tiny difference, even if it makes them think like, oh, maybe I can be confident in my body, then it, then all the nasty DMs and everything is just, it's completely worth it. Like, at least for me, like, I think it depends on the person too. Like, I'm just, I think I just have a really like good head on my shoulders and the negative comments don't really get to me every once in a while they will, but I'm really good at just kind of letting them roll off. I laugh about it. Sometimes I'll screenshot them and like send them to my friends or my husband and laugh because they're just so ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good way yeah. to be. That's a great yeah, way. I don't to know be. if it's like, you know, and that's kudos yeah. to you. Like, it's hard to get there. So good for yeah, you. Yeah. Like, I think it's also a mix of like being an Aquarius and being a New Yorker where like I just really don't care. Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. I'm Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. That's the perfect that. combo for a zero bullshit yeah. tolerance <laughs> where you're like, you know, I got my combo platter. You cannot touch me exactly. with this unless I'm feeling sensitive. Exactly. But, but I'm still rare. human. So, still, sometimes it does get to me, yeah, you know, totally. but overall, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Emma, what Enneagram are you? Do you know? Oh my God. I right. am. <laughs> I love Enneagram. A three and a, a three and a seven. Okay. So you're a nonconformist. All right. I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. I don't know too much about Enneagram three. Oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. I lied. I love the Enneagram. We don't, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. We don't need to, it's already been done and we don't need to go there again. But um, I think that something that you were saying before when you were talking about how you got to that point where you were just, you, you don't really understand why people look at other people and they just judge their level of health based on how they look. I think that's so interesting because I, we're all guilty of it, I think, anyways. As a society, we are, but that's because we've been conditioned that way. But I always say to Becca, too, I do that to myself, and I know better, right? It's it's an interesting thing where we live in this space that we document our lives, you know? Yeah. And you got to love and hate Instagram memories and Facebook memories because the last few weeks, I've been in my feels because... I've had a couple of things pop up and you can't, you can't help but go back to that place and maybe look at yourself and say like, dang, like, oh, I look good. Or I can't wear those shorts this year. You know, that's just where I've been. I've been in my feels. And I always tell myself like, what would you say if somebody was coming to you, if it was Becca or one of your friends or a client of yours, would you talk like this? Absolutely not. But it's so much easier said than done sometimes, you know, like oh, you, you know how to talk to yourself, but then you're like, yeah, but I really, <laughs> I really like those shorts. <laughs> like I want to be able to wear those shorts. Like I get or it. Or them in the next size, B. Or them in the <laughs> yeah, next I size. get it, but I just really want to be able to wear them. Oh, so what I wanted to ask was, what advice would you give to humans struggling with their bodies looking different in this season? So I think the biggest thing is, and it's funny you said that because it actually came up for me too, like a few weeks ago through like the Facebook, like time hop, that when I had pictures come up from like five years ago when I was much, much smaller and a very toned, nice body, I was still so unhappy in that body. Like it's just, yep. so I can't really look at it 
like I can look at it now and see that difference. But back then I was still so unhappy that what's, what's the point if I'm going to be unhappy in this body or unhappy in that body, it clearly has nothing to do with my body. It has to do with my mind. Mm -hmm. So that is like, I think the biggest thing for people to realize is, and I think everybody can, has some sort of relatability to that. It really, it really has nothing to do with your body. It's all about your mindset and your self-worth and like your just your self-perception of yourself. And with that is where your self-worth is going to come in and understanding what that is. And then that's kind of tied to your self-esteem and understanding, you know, your confidence and just, I think really just making sure that you work on it and build on it from a strong foundation and knowing it has nothing to do with your body because you're so much more than a body and try to put yourself in your friend's shoes. Like this is like a really like morbid thing. But if you're like at your eulogy, people aren't going to say like she had the best abs and, you know, she had the always wore the cutest shorts. And they're also not going to say she was so fat, right? Like they're going to remember you for who you are, how you made them feel and what you've done for them. And that's at the end of the day, like what is the most important part, um, and, you know, just caring for your body that's literally fighting for you and keeping you alive every single day. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. That. And you know, what's interesting about that too, is for me, I literally was just, I broke down like the other day, I just broke down because of these stupid memories. <laughs> and it was the same thing. I, it's so interesting because you look at yourself and I think to myself like, okay, I was on the outside, right? Getting so many compliments. And so let's let's talk about two years ago. Two years ago to date, basically, from the moment of this recording, two years ago, I was in a state where I was getting complimented on my body left, right, and center. Now, two years ago, I didn't realize how damaging that was as somebody who is in eating disorder recovery, battled with bulimia, body dysmorphia, the body dysmorphia thing, especially because the second somebody gave me a compliment, it validated me. And I was like, okay, so like the way that I air quotes want to look is the way that I look. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And as much as we want to say that we don't care what other people think, of course, our own image, unfortunately, of ourselves is definitely built from others. Um, It's unfortunate, but it's true. At least that's where I was at. And a couple of days ago, I just got like it was like a barrage of these memories came up and I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to, um, I need to just get out of my own head and not be so upset about it. And I had a conversation with my husband and I was talking about it. I was like, oh, remember, remember when I was doing this and I felt this way and I looked this way and he, he kind of annoyed (laughs) me to be honest, but he was like, I'm going to tell you something and you're not going to be happy with me. And I was like, okay. Oh God. (laughs) It was like, Back then, you would walk by the mirror and you would criticize yourself. And I hate mentioning parts of body. I really do. But I have to for this story. He literally said, and you're, you would walk by the mirror, you would criticize yourself, and I would see your obliques popping. And you would say terrible things about yourself. But two years ago, he didn't really understand the whole, everything that goes on in someone's brain that has body dysmorphia. And over time as I've done the work, he's done it too, you know, and he's learned how to understand that when I look in the mirror, the reflection doesn't necessarily reflect what I'm actually seeing. And I don't know how else to describe it really. And it's so hard to describe to someone who's never experienced it, but it was really, 
it was frustrating to hear him say like, but babe, like back then you were not nice to yourself. And so if you, it didn't matter that everybody else thought you looked like a million bucks. You didn't feel like a million bucks up here. There's no way you did because you wouldn't have said those things. Whereas now I can check myself two years ago. I, there was no way, like if somebody made a comment about my body that I didn't like, that would send me in a spiral. And now I can be like, you know what? Just like you said, you can't see my insides. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I was not, listen, if we're talking about body insides, like organs, things were not good, but my brain was not okay. Like I was not doing the mental work. So I think that that's so empowering and important. And I wanted to, I really wanted to bring my own little flave of flave into that (laughs) because it's kind of the season that I'm in. And I think it's super important that people understand it's so normal Like it's normal to have the seasons changing and you going into your closet and then being like, dang, I wish I could wear that dress. It's okay that you're upset about it. You know what I mean? It's okay. Normalize feeling that feeling, but it's also okay to like put it in a box and like (laughs) try and get over it and get this, you know, this year's cute dress. So I really, really, really wanted to just talk to you about that and just say that that, that really set something off for me. And I love, I love hearing you say that it happens to you too, right? These Mm -hmm. memories that pop up, they trigger all of us. It's just what it is. Something else that really helped me because I was having the same feelings too. And then I was trying to catch myself and be like, I felt fine before I got that notification. I felt great about myself before I got that notification. So in the same way that we try and practice not comparing ourselves to others, not comparing ourselves to ourselves, either past or future, saying like what we could be or what we used to be, I think that that's also real, really important. Like if we're not going to compare ourselves to others, we also shouldn't compare ourselves to at least physically. Yeah. <laughs> we love the growth moment. <laughs> yes. Hi, brain. How are you? And thank you. But um, <laughs> at least physically, you know. That kind of helps too. Sometimes like, ah, oh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> back to that rhyme. Back to that rhyming. Would you rather? We have gotten so many interesting answers to this one and everyone has had such different experiences. So we would love to hear when did you first become aware of your body? I would say in high school, it was probably in, I would say 11th grade. Um, specifically because that was when the low rise Hollister Abercrombie jeans were in and (laughs) I know terrible. And I was not able to fit at that time. The largest size was a 12. Um, and I wasn't able to fit in them or I just, just fit. Um, and that's when I started like realizing like, why can my friends fit in these? And I can't, and obviously fashion has changed. So many things are so different now, but at that time there was nowhere else for me to go. So I was like, well, I guess I need to stop eating because what else am I supposed to do? You know, I didn't have the education, you know, and the resources weren't there. And, you know, times were obviously just very different than they are now. Um, but I would say definitely 11th grade. Mm. Also PSA, we guys, we have to band together, ladies. We are not bringing back low rise jeans. Leave them where they were. You know that it always hit that spot where you constantly feel like you had to pee. I was like you. I would make myself like not be able to breathe just to have them yeah. in there. <laughs> like just because so I could say I wear them. Forget comfort, right? You just want to wear what's what's cool. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm good with the mom jeans to stay. Those are like my go-to. Yes. I, w- I was never able to wear low-rise jeans. No. Like, I remember could anyone, I booty. Could anyone? You know, I mean, but I mean, yeah, I guess, but, I, but I would, I remember I was just being like, 
it's like they want my thong to show. Like, yes, yeah. you know what I and mean? And they probably did. Like, Cisco's thong song, for example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this thing right here. Like, that, you really? Because this is just not going to, I just, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. I've never experienced, I don't think I've ever owned, I've definitely owned low rise jeans because I'm like, well, I guess, I don't know. And it's, they've never been, they've never stayed on long, you know? No. I'll put them on. It's like instant yeah. regret. Bye. <laughs> this ass felt like a busted can of biscuits in any type of low rise yeah. jeans. I was like, just, they were ready to just bust at the seam. <laughs> That's what should happen every time we put on low rise jeans. They should just immediately bust. Just be like, no. No. Slap in the wrist. Slap. <laughs> what were you thinking? Don't do that again. Ever again. <laughs> I think it's so interesting because like Becca said, everybody just has such a different remembrance of this, you know, like what, where's that big memory? Because I feel like we've, you become aware of your body in different ways and different points of your life, but there's always that one memory where you're like, yep, I made this decision based on my body. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just, it's just so fascinating. It's such a fascinating topic to me. Okay, speaking of bodies and your image and your relationship with your body, every time I say body, I want to say it like you and Becca say it. <laughs> she thinks, I don't have. She thinks Uh-oh. we say it. She <laughs> says it's the accent. Body. Body. But you say it the same. I say body. You do not say it like that. Body. Body. You don't say body. it like that. Oh, we all say it. <laughs> yeah, we're great. Same, same, but different. <laughs> Sometimes she likes to over-exaggerate it and she'll say, I say body, body, body. Anyways. Okay. So what is one word you would use to describe your current relationship with your body? Yes. I would say just peaceful. Like there's no, there's really no internal struggles. Like, yes, of course I have my days. I think everybody does, but it's just there. Like I don't really pay attention to it. I, you know, find clothes that fit my body instead of my body trying to fit the clothes. And it's just kind of like neutral and peaceful right now. Yes, that's such a, I feel like I took a deep breath as soon as you said that. Yes, peaceful. <laughs> and I love that we've gotten different answers each time we've asked this. So it's like I'm, I'm adding to my mental library of <laughs> how I yeah. want to feel about my yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, and I love how I, every time we're like, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it also makes you think, right? Like, okay, cool. I want to feel peaceful about my body. Yes. Bring on that piece, please. Not where I'm at now. So it's it's really nice to to hear that. It's so empowering how powerful words are. You know? Like when you really think about how simple what you just said was. Peaceful. I'm at peace with my body. It's like, wow, it's such a simple word, but a hard concept to grasp for whatever reason. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I love that. Love a good word. Love, love words. <laughs> Going back to what I said, I'm a words person. Give me numbers. Mm -hmm. Can you tell she was a journalist? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If I can use my words, like, I don't know, to do something like chase my dreams and create a podcast, then I will. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So we love to talk about the food. I said it was going to be delicious this episode. It already is. But what is your go-to just favorite food? Oh, that's, I say like my, like every, like, 
hands down, Penny Alva. Like, <gasps> Just had it for my birthday it. dinner last night. <laughs> yes. But I feel like I go through like stages where I'll become obsessed with one thing and then eat that for a while and then kind of just move to something else. Like this is so random, but there's this Italian pizza place near me that makes, it's a chicken Caesar salad. Like it's boring. Like there's nothing, there's nothing special about it. But for some reason I've been like obsessed with it and I've been eating it probably like three or four times a week. And I mean, I think it's what they marinate the chicken in. Like it's just really good. And it's like, thick slices of the Parmesan instead of like the crumble. That's a game changer. It's like, it's, a it's good. Yep. It's, it's delicious. But so like, that's like my current like obsession, which is like so basic and weird, but I would say like hands down my favorite, like go to food would definitely be penne vodka. Yes. My girl, penne vodka. I'm foaming at the mouth <laughs> just thinking about it. Yeah. It's so good. I want, I want a follow up question to that question. Cause I'm curious. Yes. <laughs> Are you a salty or sweet person? Mm. Definitely sweet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same Z's. I Very can, like, like never have a chip for the rest of my life and I'd be happy, but give me all the chocolate. Yes. I'm the same way. <laughs> no. Yeah. Bring them. Yeah. <laughs> so then what's your favorite dessert? Um, definitely anything ice cream. Like Ooh. I am obsessed with ice cream. But literally, if it as long as it has sugar or chocolate in it, like I'm good. I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm not that picky. I'll eat anything. So here's the thing: I became plant based. I'm vegan, and it was because I have a mat, like literally the worst lactose intolerance. I just like to say I have the worst lactose intolerance ever because I mean I've only experienced it as myself. So I'm sure other people out there have it worse. But it got to the point where. It was just, you couldn't, I couldn't live my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't have a portable, uh, like a little porta potty attached to me everywhere I go. And that's where, <laughs> that's where I was at. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm, we're going to minimize the dairy intake, which was so difficult for me because I am a sweets person. So like you, I was like, how am I ever going to enjoy sweets again if I can't have ice cream? You know, yeah. like, well, what is happening? But then I ended up just learning how to bake like a vegan, which is yeah. still a learning process, but it's, it's just, it was, it's just as else. good. There's this, yes. um, there's this like vegetarian vegan restaurant near me that makes the best vegan cupcakes. And mm-hmm. like, it's on the menu as like their dessert and you order it and you don't even realize, like, if you didn't read it, you wouldn't know that it was vegan. It's amazing. Ooh, I'm, I'm brushing up on my, yeah. here's like the, the problem is that I, get to a point like the other day I made these, I made muffins for, and usually I'm like, I'm, I'm a swing and a miss because I'm very impatient. So if it says like, put it in the oven for 14 you minutes, are? I'll just, I'll just sit there and be like, I'll open it at 12 minutes yeah. and he'll be like, what are you doing? It's not done. Like it hasn't, the beeper hasn't gone yeah. off. And I'm like, they look finished. They look finished. Yeah. Just go, oh my God. So I've now gone to that point where I've perfected that. So just like you, I just keep making the same ones yeah. and until I get sick of them. And then I'm like, then I'll learn something else. But right now I really like these muffins. <laughs> oh, food. We could talk about that forever. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. I want to know, we want to know what your ideal Emma day would look like. So if you had to pick where you'd be, who you'd be with, what would you be doing? Obviously there's like no limitations on this and we are not living in a (laughs) pandemic world. (laughs) 
to answer this question. So tell us about your ideal Emma day. So it would definitely be somewhere on the beach. I don't care where, somewhere tropical with my closest friends, just having like a full booze day and just drinking and laying out and having like the water trampolines in the ocean, just like a full day. Then go back to wherever we're staying, house, hotel, I don't know, whatever it is. Have like a glam squad. So all you have to do is shower and they will do your hair, do your makeup, and then like just go out and dance all night long. That's like for me, like the perfect Amazing. The glam yes. squad. I, I, the visual yes. that I have of this glam squad is like they're like they're all like in a row, you know, and like one has the clothes dryer out ready to ready get to go. go out, and the other one has like the makeup brushes. Like I just have yes. like they're in like an assembly line. Because like I love like That's the end result great. of like being in full glam, but I hate actually doing it. Like I took a shower and my hair was wet, and I was like, I don't want to dry it yet, so I just threw it in a bun. It's just like I hate the physical like doing it, but once it's done and I. I feel awesome. I was like, all right, maybe it wasn't that bad, but it's like a revolving like cycle. I feel like every week I go through this. Um, yes. But yeah, I would say something <laughs> along the lines. So really, yeah. <laughs> and and I hate when like your your social schedule if it doesn't match up with your yes. hair wash day. Ooh. Your whole week, your whole week is just yeah. messed up. It, it really, really is. is. I saw that you were washing your hair before this. I told that guy I said. You know, she's she washed her hair for this. Yeah. It's serious. I know. <laughs> I like went like a couple days like too long. But the same thing, it, it didn't line up with my like schedule. Like I needed for mm-hmm. this for tomorrow. And like so I was like, eh, I guess I could push it a couple days back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And I saw you have extensions mm-hmm. too. They make it way harder to yeah. they to take, dry. They take too long to dry. Yep. I just air dry them and then hope for the best. Like give it up to G- yeah. to Lizzo Jesus. Yeah. Um, what is your, this is not on the list, but if, cause you said beach bevs, beach bevies are, Ooh. they hit different. They do. Mm-hmm. What is, what is your beach bev? It's a margarita. Well, Mars. Okay. Down. But I don't like the, like a regular, like lime margarita. I, it gives me too much heartburn. So I always have to do like a flavor, like a strawberry or like mm-hmm. a mango or something like that. But I am like my go-to anywhere is always a margarita. And if they can't make a margarita, if I'm at like a dive bar and they can't make margaritas, then I'll just do, hopefully they have like a decent tequila. I'll just do like tequila with soda and like pineapple juice, but something like to make my own, like at home, I like have stuff to make my own. I call it my Emerita. And it's Ooh, come on. That's the best. <laughs> wow. I'm really glad you asked this question, Becca. She was definitely holding out on us and not going to tell it's like like a knockoff like margarita so I just use tequila triple sec strawberry lemonade and like a little bit of seltzer and it's perfect it's all you need all you need it's all you need minus (laughs) minus the heartburn I totally feel that yeah like it oh that it doesn't make it as fun anymore you need something a little bit more refreshing the flavors give it a little bit more refresh fantastic Mm -hmm. oh everyone we're gonna all go make emeritas now when we yeah so hashtag emerita yes <laughs> what are you looking forward to um i know we just talked about recently that the masks are coming down so things are opening up a little bit more um but even you know just in your personal life too what are you looking for in the next few months year years decade give it to us <laughs> <laughs> well i'm definitely looking forward to everything going back to normal you know not wearing masks and just feeling a sense of i 
I think everyone will feel like a sense of camaraderie almost when we can be out and not wearing masks and you can dance. You don't have to be sitting down and you don't have to run back to your table because you forgot your mask to go to the bathroom. So just like a sense of normalcy, which I'm sure every single person is looking forward to that. But I'm really just looking forward to summer. Like summer on Long Island just like hits different. I don't know. I'm probably super biased, but like going over to Fire Island, like taking the ferry over to the beach oh. just for the day, you know, like just just typical Long Island summers, like eating on rest at restaurants out by the water, having like the fresh seafood. It's just like a completely different vibe here in the summer. So that's always like my favorite, favorite part, uh, even though my favorite season is fall. But like summers here are the absolute favorite. So just like getting out and being normal again and drinking mm-hmm. like on the water. <laughs> Yep. Yep. I loved in, um, I think it was either a post or your stories. You talked about like, uh, if you, I'm not outdoorsy unless you want, are talking about day drinking that I'm in. (laughs) I felt that, I felt that so much. Like give me a rooftop somewhere with, um, a cocktail and a nice breeze and I am set. Hiking anytime. Like the, yeah one of the very first like nice days that we have I'm always like texting my friends like hey are you calling out today like let's stay drink like coming out with me it's just like you get those like jitters like when it's finally nice out you know yeah and especially because like last summer I mean I don't know what it was like there but I'm assuming you couldn't go and do those things yeah. last summer so it's like oh wow it's gonna yes I'm always welcoming that but you're probably gonna have even more gratitude for those opportunities to like that ferry ride you're gonna be like rose on the Titanic <laughs> Exactly. You can't tell me nothing. You cannot tell me nothing right now. Exactly. Can't tell me nothing. Oh man, I want to go to Fire Island. I feel like I'm. I'm. I remember Becca was saying that she was like, oh, "I'm not very outdoorsy." So I'm. I'm like. I'm like. You know, girl guides create a fire in the forest type vibe. Like that's who I am. Like I'm- every time she sends videos, I watch way too much true crime. I'm like, you look like you're about to go somewhere to get killed. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Like I'll be hiking and she's like, are you safe? I'm like, I'm in the forest. She's like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm like, I'm just hiking in a forest. She's like, right. Yeah. Drop yeah. a pin, bitch. Yeah. Drop a pin, please. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> Come on. You don't love a good, like, campfire or camp, like, you camping? By no? a cabin? No. no. Camping? No. Campfire? I could do, like, a bonfire in someone's backyard. <laughs> That's as far as I'll go. In someone's mm-hmm. backyard. <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, behind a really beautiful cabin where I just spent the time on the deck drinking. <laughs> In the afternoon. Yes. <laughs> so no tent is what you're saying. This is not. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> you trying okay, to put me in right. a tent, AMQ? Take that off the I really list. want to go to Fire Island. Like, listen, Let's my, go. my situation is that the borders aren't open. Really. So, I mean, I would love to experience. I keep telling back, I'm like, oh my gosh, the second that I can do this, I'm coming and you're taking me to the Jersey shore because when Becca and I became friends, so we like to mention this. I don't know if you know this, Emma, but Becca and I have never met in real life. Oh, that's so funny. We became friends during this pandemic. So we're like, we're like planning it out. We're like, Hey, <laughs> in the next few months, like, how are we going to do this? Like, how are you going to make it up here? Cause it's much more likely that she's coming up here than me going down there at this rate. And she told me, I remember her telling me, I thought it was, I thought she was joking. She was talking to me about like summer at the Jersey shore. And I was like, listen, I'm a huge Snooki fan. 
like huge Jersey Shore fan. <laughs> and so was Becca. And so she told me this and I was like, no, like, what do you mean? And she's like, what do you mean? I, every summer I go, and I was like, no, that's like not real life. Right. Like, yeah, I don't, cause I don't know anyone. Like, I'm like, yeah. it's not real life. Like, what do you mean you go to the Jersey shore? She's like, that's, I go to the Jersey shore. So that's my shore. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> I am so excited to experience that. Like, I don't think you understand. I'm so excited to go to the Snooky store and walk the strip and find, <laughs> find the original house which I'm sure has some kind of sign on it that says like, this is the Jersey Shore house. <laughs> She's going to be one of those to bring around on the boardwalk. Yeah, right? <laughs> be like, tone it down. Be cool. Yeah, I'm going to dress up as Snooki. Like I'm going to like, no. that's what I did for Halloween for 10 years anyways. It was literally my Halloween costume for honestly 10 years. <laughs> I'll just do it. I'll do it. I'll bring it out. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like the repercussions of that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Exactly. I'm, I might want to put you in some bubble wrap if you're going to be walking down the boards. Look like I don't even know this chick. It's fine. Yes. So summer, hopefully summer is going to be looking a lot brighter for all of us. And we are just so excited for what you are going to bring to our feeds and to the world yeah. in the future. And we will be just creeping on you along the way along the social medias. And we just thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. And you are just a dream. Oh, thank you guys. This is fun. It was nice to meet you on Zoom real life. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Virtual reality. Eventually, we'll find you on a rooftop somewhere or Fire Island in the most non-creepy way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't wait when you're when you go to Fire Island this summer. I'm just going to be so excited for you. I'm like, "Oh, I'm actually going on Friday." My first time this summer. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's so exciting. Oh. I'll be there Friday. <laughs> Alexa, turn notifications on. Oh, no. She's going to turn on. Alexa, don't turn on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes. That was incredible. Real life. Oh, my gosh. Well, oh. Boo Crew, if you weren't already following Emma... You will be now because she is just incredible and we will, we will definitely, 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 uh, tag her. And also where else can we find you? So if, if our lovely boo crew humans want to find you, where, where can they find you? Like, where do you like to hang out on the socials the most? So usually Instagram, um, obviously at Nutritional Blonde. You can find me on Facebook with just my name, which is Emma Nazowitz. And TikTok, same thing, just my name, Emma Nazowitz. Actually, I think it might be Dash Nutritional Blonde. I don't know. It's confusing. I should probably be the same across all boards, but I'm trying to like take in my name when I can. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, right. Mark it before anyone else tries to take it. Yes. But yeah, I would say definitely Instagram. Instagram is where I am like 90% of the time. Yes. And as always, if you have had any tidbits, I know I have my notes next to me. I have a little tips that Emma has given along this episode that I'm going to keep in mind, probably right on a mirror. Make sure that you email us, let us know so we can share at hello, hello with three O's at I got you If you like our vibe, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, share, turn on notifications. There's probably a bell somewhere. Make sure that's on. Just, we love to read Send it. a carrier <laughs> pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> Have Siri do it for you. I don't know. But we love Alexa. to hear from you guys. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> but we would love to hear from you. And we will, of course, love to share with Emma all the good um, feedback that you gave us from this episode and just her in general as a human. And yeah, catch us next week. I got you, boo. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. bye.
Yes! So fun!